The EU Horizon 2020 funded Fusicus project is presenting this podcast series about nature-based solutions. The word Fusicus in Greek means according to nature. And this podcast aims to demonstrate sustainable measures inspired by nature that reduces the risk of extreme weather events in rural mountain landscapes. Welcome everybody back to another episode from our Fusicus podcast series. Today, uh, we are on the topic of MBS co-benefits. And we've talked a lot about MBS already, but now we want to see what really are the co-benefits and dive into that a little bit more. Because at the end of the day, we're all uh, interested in really what MBS can provide for us, right? So today I'm joined again by my co-host, Marcelian. Hi, Marcelian, you ready? Yeah, I'm very ready. Okay, awesome. and. We, we have the privilege of Francesco. Hi, Francesco. Thanks for joining. Hi, everyone. Hi, Joshua and Marceline. Thank you for uh, allowing me joining this uh, podcast. Francesco has background in civil engineering. That's the same background I have, actually. He's teaching at the University of Napoli, teaching um, hydraulic engineering. Uh, one of his main research interests is in the development of nature-based solutions. So... Actually, with that, um, Francesco, maybe you can just explain a little bit more what your work is with nature-based solutions. Hi, everyone. Thank you for this opportunity. I'm Francesco Bugliese. I'm a hydraulic engineer. I'm working for the University of Naples Federico II, as Joshua has said. And I'm involved in the physicals project because um, my university and my department uh, is the responsible of the technical work package of the physicals project. Namely, uh, my activities and those from my colleagues are uh, directly involved in developing, developing different uh, uh, procedures approaches in order to define the MBS effectiveness and assessing their co-benefits from different perspectives. Okay, now we would also like to welcome our second guest. Her name is Pilar, and she is a senior researcher at the Center for Ecological Research and Forest Applications in Barcelona, Spain. And her research is focused on soil ecology and biodiversity Hi, Pilar, thanks for joining us today. Hello, thank you for, for calling and for taking me into account. Yes, and maybe with that, um, we'd also like to ask this question, Pilar, what is your role in regards to MBS and what do you do in regards to MBS research with co-benefits? I have been working for, for a long time in, uh, and I still work, in ecosystem restoration. Uh, so I am used to restore anything <laughs> or and lead complex systems, com complex, uh, complex teams, because uh, restoration is a very complex uh, work um, in natural uh, environments. So uh, when you work in natural environments, restoring uh, ecosystem services is the, the main task you have. When it comes to natural-based solutions, the, the, the question is the same. To be uh, specific, the benefits I used to, to focus on are soil restoration 
and biodiversity restoration above ground and below ground biodiversity. Soil biodiversity is immense. This is the biggest uh, uh, compartment of uh, biodiversity in the, in, the, in the earth. And uh, also soil biodiversity when soil is restored is uh, crucial to restore and to control plant biodiversity. It's a kind of chain. Uh, plants and soil go together uh, currently, we are considering plants and soil like a unique um, organism. And then uh, you cannot, uh, when you touch the soil, to touch to uh, all the biodiversity of plants. And don't, don't, don't forget that then animals feed on plants. So uh, we, have, we are attacking the whole biodiversity when we touch soil and, uh, and, and biodiversity. <laughs> So how do these assessments for MBS work? And maybe we can start with Francesco. Indeed, in the frame of, our, uh, of the work package of which we are the leader, we are uh, implementing some procedures, some frameworks in order to assess the effectiveness of MBS by using a comprehensive approach. Specifically, one of the framework we are developing uh, is based on the definition of specific indicators, which could be useful to define a uh, overall scoring and overall evaluation of the MBS effectiveness by including different perspectives. Indeed, in the framework, uh, we are going to include not only the technical and uh, the assessment of uh, risk reduction evaluation, but at the same time, including the environmental ecosystem services and the um, economic and society uh, evaluation. So uh, we have implemented a comprehensive procedure which allow us to quantitative quantitatively assess uh, the, the, the effectiveness of nature-based solution in order to compare it against uh, alternative solutions such as gray solution or hybrid ones. And in this, uh, uh, on this matter, uh, the framework can be intended as a practical operative tool which can be used by practitioners, local authorities, uh, and so on, in order to easily have a site, a comparison between different alternatives or alternatively, according to an ex post assessment to uh, verify the effectiveness of, of an implemented design uh, procedure. In, in this uh, issue, in this framework, uh, we have included the involvement of stakeholders in different stage of the assessment because we have defined an overall framework composing of about 100 indicators which can be easily customized and tailored as a function of both the site specificity and the data availability. Thus, the stakeholder involvement could be really useful to both in, uh, detect which indicator can be easily uh, estimated for the specific case study and to uh, help weighting the different stages uh, composing the procedure. And Pilar, how do these assessments work from a biodiversity standpoint? Okay, 
from the biodiversity uh, point of view and the soil biodiversity point of view, we pay particular attention to functional species. It's to say, not a, a, a group of a species that play a common role in the functioning of the ecosystem. So we, what we are focusing is specifically the services provided by biodiversity. So how or our, our way of, of uh, functioning is if you take the uh, as well soil as um, vegetation, we first uh, measure and describe the pre-operation state of the of the of the field. So we uh, measure, we, we go to soil, take samples and uh, separate uh, microbial functional species and all the biota in soil grouped in, in, uh, in, in functional groups. And uh, then we use the measure we have done to build up indexes, measurable indexes. The same is done for vegetation. We not only measure species, or count species, but particularly we uh, sample the vegetation, the, the pre-operation um, vegetation for carbon stocks, above ground and below ground carbon stocks. It's very important, as I said before. Uh, then, then how to proceed and how to know whether the, the solution applied is good or bad or how good it is. Uh, we cannot wait for 20 years because the ecosystem is long in reaction. So the results of the current operation is going to be evident in 20 years. So what, what to do to evaluate this? So we, we use models. Uh, for certain things, for example, for carbon stocks in vegetation, there are available models to preview if we plant uh, vegetation, if we plant trees, what will be the, the, the carbon stock in 20 years? I'm not going to stop in this description because I think it's too, too technical and too complicated. Uh, this can be done also for soil. So uh, we can model, apply models about the new soil that is being re re redone, rebuilt, uh, how it's going to evolve in, in, harmony, in harmony with vegetation to capture carbon. But for some things we have not available models. Let's see, we are working in the frontiers of the, of the knowledge <laughs> in, in ecology. So there are no available models to preview how uh, soil biodiversity is going to evolve. What we do in this case is we take the current situation of the soil and to reproduce, to, to, to advance what will be the situation of this area in uh, five years, we take exact uh, in 10 years and in 20 years and 100 years, we look for areas uh, very close to the area we are working in that are that old. So we look for natural areas that are uh, five years old, under the same characteristics. So, for example, we got, uh, I don't know, uh, the vegetation was cut there um, and was led to grow, uh, to grow naturally five years ago. Uh, 
or 20 years ago or 30 years ago. So we sample these areas and we take it as a proxy. This is a synchronic uh, uh, sampling. Therefore, we apply, we assume that the situation of all biodiversity, let alone after the restoration, will be as is we have measures in the five years old, 20 years old, eight years under the same characteristics. This is the way we, we act. These assessments actually play a very important role in environmental, social, and economical aspect. And I think they can be used for the next projects in the future. Can yeah. you please tell us how in detail this assessment can be used in the future, maybe to motivate some actions? Yeah, uh, this approach can be used projects. for next project uh, uh, be uh, because uh, it is able to collect uh, in a single framework, in a single approach, in an overall assessment of the benefits deriving from nature-based solution implementation. So um, let's uh, consider the experience we are going to obtain from the its uh, application to the physicals uh, demonstrator cases, uh, we will be able to properly calibrate the framework so as it can be applied uh, to different uh, uh, case studies having different social, economic, but at the same time uh, environmental uh, features. Moreover, uh, uh, the, the flexibility of the framework allows using it uh, when different hazards occur, but advantages are uh, derived from the, the MBS or hybrid or gray solution application. And we have noticed that the MBS application is able to, uh, is comparable to the gray uh, implementation in terms of risk reduction, but at the same time fostering uh, the in the developing of proper co-benefits in terms of environmental benefits, social benefits, and low and economical benefits. Yeah, I think um, assessment framework is 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 something very important to to just be able to compare the effectiveness. And now you've been working on um, this assessment framework for MBS. Um, what have you found out so far? Any findings and how is it working so far? Yeah, the main finding is that the MBS is a relevant solution for but reducing the, uh, the hazard occurring in a specific site and coupling uh, the benefits deriving from uh, in terms of environmental uh, improvement, in terms of uh, involvement of stakeholders and thus involvement of uh, uh, local uh, authorities and uh, people, at, uh, at the same time resulting in a viable economic solution, producing improvement in terms of society because uh, it allows uh, the, the MBS application implementation allows to uh, improve uh, the activities which are going to be activated all around the, the area where the MBS is implemented. Okay, so now we know that a project is not only about execution, but also about the evaluation and the assessment. We, we know that assessment are 
is very important for the future, for the next projects. And yeah, we know that MBS works and it is comparable to replace gray solutions. So I think now is now might be the time to implement NPS in larger scale. Do you think so, Francesco? Yeah, I think so. It, yeah. it should be really important to try to implement MBS on a large scale mm -hmm. uh, in order to verify the effectiveness of their implementation on a operative scale different from that uh, um, observed in the physical application. And uh, we can try to, we, we should try uh, to define a procedure which allows obtaining the same results as those uh, observed in the physical uh, implementations. Okay, so, well, it's a very informative discussion that we've got today. Thank you so much for this amazingly fun discussion. I hope our today's podcast can give new insights for the listeners and also wake their enthusiasm towards NPS. And stay connected, be inspired by nature in your all-day challenges. Fusicos is coordinated by NGI and the podcast series is supervised by Dr. Odds and Graf Hamed and Dr. Gerd Lup. Are you interested in more? Please visit our website at fusicos.eu.